This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to the grocery store, what's more important to you, price or brand loyalty? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And Bradley, why are we asking people this Thanks. wonderful question? Thanks for asking. You're welcome. It all starts from a book I've been reading about um your brain on drugs. Actually, Ooh. no, it's it's uh your brain. Any questions? <laughs> it's your brain on food, which actually um, the more we learn, the more we realize it's kind of like your brain on drugs. Mm-hmm. And it's called Hooked. The name of the book is Hooked. Food, free will, and how food giants exploit our addictions. Yay. Oh, fun. It sounds like an uplifting read, nice, right? Nice, light but reading. But it's, it's full of science and very fascinating brain research about food and marketing. And just, uh, I, I am completely enamored by this book. However... One of the things they talk about in that book is how people are motivated by different things when they're like wandering through the grocery store. And I'm the grocery shopper in the family. So I want to have a leg up on, you know, the grocery giants. Mm -hmm. So I don't get caught into their web of sticky um, marketing ploys. Right. Right. And it turns out that people, some people are motivated more by price. It's amazing, actually, how it's built into our brain to be like, like, look for low prices. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just like, it's a smart move to like save money, right? So some people are very motivated by low prices and some people are motivated by things like brand loyalty. There are all sorts of things that go into what make us choose a certain product, but I thought we could focus on just those two because I feel like for most people, it's a gut. You're like, that's a product I always buy, so mm-hmm. I'm going to keep buying it. And you're maybe not paying as close attention to whether that price goes up or down. Right. Like if it's a specific brand or you might think, hmm, that's a low, low price. I'm going to go for go that. over there. So, again, the question is very simply, are you a price shopper or are you a brand loyal shopper? 651-641-1071. Let's go to the phones. We have Susan on the line. Hello, Hi, Susan. Susan. Hello. I'm a brand person. I know how it tastes. There's no, you, you know what, it, what you're getting and what you're paying for. Sometimes when you buy an, another brand and you have to end up throwing it away because you don't like it. Right. So it's a waste of money to me. At least I know what I'm paying for. Even if I pay a little bit more, I'm getting what I know that I want. Right. That's smart. I like that. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Susan. You know, and actually what Susan said, now I used to be more of a price shopper because if I found something that was cheaper and it was, you know, the thing I wanted, yeah, but maybe not the brand that I always get, I, you know, I'm an adult, like I'll, I'll figure it out. Like if it doesn't taste exactly the same, I probably will forget that by the second time I go back to it, yeah. whatever. Right. So I would only shop, but my kids are 
they can tell the difference. I have tried to give them things <laughs> that are not the brand that they like, yeah. and they are like, you this try to give them it. some off brand uh, like, fish crackers. Whatever. I that is totally it. Like, yeah. I will buy the goldfish that are not the goldfish. And first of all, they know because of the shape. But they take one bite in it and they're like, this isn't right. Can what? I just tell you, your Makes kids are crazy. smarter than you think. And here's why. Because I was just reading about this mm-hmm. in this book today. Mm-hmm. Do you know that how some... <laughs> this is so fascinating. And it, I almost just hate saying this because I don't want to ruin it for people. So, like, you go to certain stores that shall remain nameless where mm-hmm. you can get some of the same type products yep. for much cheaper. Yep. Like, oh, it's not a Pop-Tart. It's called a poop. No, it's nope. called a Schmop-Tart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to work on that. The but reason yes. they're able to make Schmop-Tarts at that particular uh, establishment so much cheaper, do you know why? Because they don't they're, they don't put the brand on it. They just... Nope. It's a store brand? Nope. Why? No, because half the time we say, oh, it's all made in the same place, blah, blah, blah. A lot of those stores that shall remain nameless are able to produce those products at a much lower price because they are actually creating products that rely heavily on smells and tastes using mm-hmm. uh, ingredients for, uh, what do you call that? Artificial flavors mm-hmm. and smells. Mm-hmm. What you, isn't that the same thing? Smells, sure. Yeah. Uh, they manufacture those smells to make it smell smell like taste and smell like the thing you're used to buying yeah like the the pop tart it tastes and smells like a pop tart but it's made with far less quality ingredients oh interesting and they are just getting the taste and smell right so they can make it out of you know less Less stuff stuff. basically so you know it's a gamble man it's like it's totally it's totally again i think um, really what's more important to you. Like if the price is important and, you know, taste isn't less important, then it probably doesn't matter. But like your kids, right? your kids are picking up on something that's actually very, very much happening. And nothing, nothing drives me crazier than throwing food away or like not using it entirely. It really makes me angry. And so it's frustrating. I would rather just spend the extra dollars on the thing that I know that they're going to eat than spend the money on the thing that is cheaper and hope that they're going to be able to get through it. Ugh. Yeah. Let's go to Donna. Donna's on the line. Hi, Donna. Hi, Donna. Hey. So for me, it's either consumer reports when it comes to like questioning brands and like apples to apples and or it's um, going on to different websites for foodies and seeing what they say. Mm. I'm not. Yeah. That's a, that's so, so you like to look around and see what the experts are saying? Experts? No. Well, experts, it's just, you know, when, when you say experts, do they have a, you know, do they have a, a bone in, in the fight? <laughs> you just want the good no. flavor. No, I want to know the truth. If, if apples equals apples and oh. I can get it cheaper, I'm going there. Got it. Got it. Thank but you, Donna. If I have to pay for it, then I'll pay for it. Yeah. That's how that goes. Thank you. Yeah, I will say um, when I was answering this question myself, I'm very much a price motivated shopper, but that just means not the product where I'm going to buy it. Like I, I know the thing I like, right? Which oftentimes is a brand, and then I'm going to shop for the the. You're going to go to the place where you know it's the least exactly. expensive. Yes, right. 
And you like, and you have like a Rolodex of that stuff in your head because I know that because I've like talked to you about stuff before and you're like, oh, you know where you can get that at that like best price. And I'm like, oh, okay. well, because I've, yeah, it's good. I like to dig deep on where to get the best price. Right. <laughs> and you I know like where you save can save money. big money. Okay. Holly, what about you? Is it brand or is it price? It depends on the product. Yeah. Because there are certain things that I know, like you, Colleen, it's like I am an adult and I will spend the extra money on the thing that I actually want. Or if you get something and it doesn't taste as good as the one that you normally get, you will just eat it because and then know better the next time. Yeah, know better the next time. But like, for example, there are certain things that it's like, yeah, I will buy the cheaper version sometimes. Bubble water. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. There are big box bubble waters that taste just as good as the name brand bubble waters. And it's like, okay, yeah, I will be getting the price value of the bubble water. Also, and I feel like we're all shades of this because I feel like I know us well enough that like, we're, and you were talking a little bit about this in the last segment. Like, if or when we were talking about baby food, I think maybe, but like if I know I can just make the thing. Oh yeah. Then I'm just going to make it. Yeah. So like, Oh, I really like that. Instead of paying like eight 99 for a bottle of it, I'm just going to make my own. So, you know Mm -hmm. how we had wasabi the other day. Yeah. I still have that at home and I've been like using it. Yeah. A lot. But I also was like, I'm just going to get some extra wasabi next time I have mix it in your mayo. Yes. Yeah. Because why I don't need to go spend money on extra. And I'll just honestly, make that at you'll home. You'll probably make it better yourself. Right? Like sometimes convenience foods are great because we're lazy. Right. But sometimes if you really like something and you know you can save a lot of money, I don't know. I'm price I'm a little cheap that way. I guess the word is appropriately right. cheap. Yeah. Um when it comes to some things like, ooh, I really like that, but I'm just gonna make it on my own because I know I can do it cheaper. Right. Like macaroni and cheese. I'm being dead serious. Oh, God. I know that you can get a box of macaroni and cheese like- for next to nothing. But yeah. making it at home is both easy and tasty. And far so more rewarding good. with your mouth. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Chrissy Teigen is giving us a master class on how to handle yourself after a scandal. Bradley's going to walk us through that. And she's actually going to walk us through she's that as well. She's literally walking. I know. After this on My Talk 1071. Oh, Chrissy Teigen is giving us. A master class in how to handle yourself after a scandal. Uh, and Bradley has all the details on that in the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Yes. So I honestly think this uh, paparazzi walk, pop walk, as you like to call Thank them. Thank you. I Don't call, call it a pop pa- walk. Don't do it. That's what they call it, man. Ouch. No. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Holly, that makes us cross our legs. That's a whole different thing. Anyway, um, I honestly think her pop, 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 walk is a masterclass in how to handle yourself after a scandal. And by masterclass, that is, uh, I just mean someone who still wants to be in the public eye after being a troll. And in this case, that is uh, what is going on with Chrissy Teigen. Uh So um, I also have a lot of a lot of questions about the things that she says in this paparazzi stroll. So TMZ catches up to her and we could play that, but she swears. So we're not going to play that. They caught up with her. And she is literally just like walking through uh, the city. I'm assuming that's L.A. or somewhere. Probably. I think she was on her way to pick up her kids. You know, just as you do. Now, TMZ rightly points out they're like, uh, it's a big deal when she's out in public because she has not been out in public. Mm -hmm. So that makes you assume, oh, this was probably intentional. Maybe there was some communication. TMZ catches up with Chrissy 
And she tells them that she's avoiding trouble by minding her own business and saying, quote, I have decided I'm not going to get involved in anyone's bleep ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Then she was asked how long she might be a member of this cancel club. She okay, like she bought a membership. Well, you know she she's the one who brought it up. She, True, I suppose. Yeah, she's the one who says I'm in the cancel club, uh-huh. and so they just rightly ask her the question. Well, how long are you going to be a member of this cancel club? And she says, I don't know. It could be forever. I have no idea. I don't know. And she's sort of like offhandedly responding to these questions that are being lobbed at her, but honestly. I know I'm cynical. It She's got an answer ready for every one of their questions. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that she like gave them the questions and she had answers written out beforehand. I mean, that's and what they I would say. Memorized. I mean, it's sure anything is possible. Right. But I think it's at least that she was fully expecting to address some things. And she has thought about how to talk about them. Mm-hmm. And so when she's ready to talk about them, she just happens to stroll outside right. and is answering these questions. Um, she, uh, you know, she then essentially goes on to say that she has been in contact with a number of other people who are in the cancel club. Do they have like, um? do they pay dues? Right. Is, it, is like there the a diner, meeting? It's like the diner's club. Yes. Is showing up? Yeah. Good e- question. Exactly. In fact, she says that some of the members of cancel club, have reached out to her and have been, quote, amazing. Okay. Which is so interesting. Okay, so thank you. Remember, back it up. I said, I want, I have some questions about the things that she said. And one of the questions that I have is very much, who are these other people in the cancel club Mm -hmm. that she refers to? I think that's a bunch of lies. I don't think the cancel club is real. I think I know what people are saying when they say that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's what they think it is, regardless that still implies that people are reaching out to her who have gone through a similar castigation on social media. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like they have been criticized on social media and I want to know who those people are certainly, but I also want to know quote, they've been amazing. What does that mean? Are they giving you advice? And if so, what is that advice? Right. And, and are she- we watching what that looks like right now was part of the advice Call up the paparazzi and tell them exactly. And she also talks. I think one of the paparazzi says something to the effect of like, "Is there going to be like a cancel club show?" And she like fully entertains that idea. Like that would be a hilarious, awesome thing. And it just makes me think that like we're five minutes away from getting a reality show with Chrissy Teigen. Mm -hmm. Um, Who knows if that's actually going to happen? But again, when you watch it, it's fluid. She is on point. She has got answers for Mm -hmm. everything. She has been well versed in the message that she's trying to get out. And I just think. That, you know, despite any criticisms you might have about the thing that led to this moment, she is handling this like a pro. Well, and that's what she is. I mean, she's a social media and a media savvy individual. Yeah. So that's the thing that I find really interesting is that um, to your point, to say that she is handling it like a pro does not necessarily mean we agree with her or we think that what she's saying is... um, I don't know that it's right or good or, you know, that it's not a conversation about that. We're no, talking no. about the appearance of the thing, not she, the thing itself. She is right now with this paparazzi walk, 
doing exactly what she should be doing right now, which is trying to seem offhanded and breezy, sort of contrite, not really. And like, she's bringing us the person who we always loved, right? Like the pithy short comments uh, and doing it quickly and sounding prepared. Um, Also, I do think there, I actually appreciate TMZ asking the question, whether they came up with the question or she came up with the question, how long do you think you'll be in this cancel club? Because it makes it sound like she doesn't have the power in that or that she never had the power in that, that the cancel club is this thing that we, the public do to celebrities. Right. I'm choosing my words carefully in my head because I don't want to be a part of this narrative. Right. Don't put me in your mouth. Um, So I want to choose my words carefully, but it is to say she occupies this space, whereas we're in something has happened to her Mm -hmm. and she is dealing with the repercussions of what has happened to her. Mm -hmm. And that seems like it gives other people a certain amount of power and that she might be somewhat powerless and she's just trying to. You know, she's just going to go about living her life and raising her kids. She's going to take gonna, her lumps and she's going to... And she's going to keep out of other people's issues. Beeswax. And those things may be very genuine and true, and I wish her all the best. But let's just remember who we're dealing with and what her brand is. Mm-hmm. And while it might change in the style and the tone, mm-hmm. it's still some... She wants to be somebody in the middle of the conversation. Right. Which requires that you participate. That's so. I don't actually, think, she's I think you going said that really. Anywhere. I think you said that really well. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid, idiots. After this, on my talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, and these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 Uh, Where are we going first? Australia. Raise up lights. Rise up lights. Um, that is where... Now, I don't know if you know this. I know you know this. Uh, Australia has some pretty strict rules about travel in and out of the country. Yeah, because uh, they're having a horrible surge of the coronavirus. Right. So, um, so travelers are forced to quarantine in a hotel for a couple weeks before they're allowed to actually, like, you know be among the people in Australia. Well, earlier this month, uh, a woman who was experiencing her quarantine, her hotel quarantine, um, got herself into some trouble. Um, She was missing something and she wanted to have it delivered to her at the hotel. And so she had a friend creatively deliver this thing to her in the hotel. The person could not enter the hotel, could not make their way to her room to hand her the thing that she was looking for. And so the person 
attached this particular item to a drone mm. and stood down on the street and flew the drone up to the roof of the hotel. Interesting. Where the woman met the drone and was able to get her ciggies. Oh, cute. She wanted her cigarettes delivered you to the roof of the hotel. No. Oh. Oh. That um, seems like you should be able to get ciggies well, by drone. You know, this is a good point. We live I, in the 21st century. I feel like you should be able to just get your cigarettes. Like, I don't feel like you should need to like get a drone. Like, how are, how are people getting things in their rooms, right? Like, you should be able to DoorDash stuff like that. Uh, in any case, she was caught by a hotel staff member. She has been fined $1,300. Wow, that seems severe, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Apparently, that is not uh, allowed, Anyway, so drone thirteen hundred. In other words, she just spent thirteen hundred dollars on ciggies. That's oh. well, you know, I mean, nowadays they're kind of expensive with mm. all them taxes. Yeah, but not I picked the right time to quit. I'll tell you that. Many years ago, when ciggies were like a dollar, um, that was in Australia. Australia. Okay, well, uh, we're gonna move along from Australia, and I want to take you. <laughs> To another place in the United States, specifically a city in Western Ohio. That Mm. is a city called Greenville. And I want to tell you about Jerry Dietrich. Now, I vaguely remember this story, I think, or a story like it. It doesn't matter. But we're talking about Jerry Dietrich today because he was um, voted guilty. Oh, voted. I think we just called that. Mm -hmm. Found? Found. Yeah. Guilty. Oh! I see you're guilty. Found. Um, <laughs> that is a weird word to, to use, right? Like you were just guilty. You were anyway, guilty. Um, Jerry Dietrich, uh, 70 years old. He is guilty. Cited for littering in late May. Okay. I mean. But that's not. I mean, you shouldn't litter. Don't Give a litter. hoot. Don't pollute. Right. And he littered in front of the residence of one Matthew Guyette, who shares the home uh, with his husband. Hmm. Apparently, Mr. Dietrich and Mr. Guyette and his husband live near each other in Greenville. Well, apparently, Mr. Guyette, that is the person who... Um, littered? Nope. Oh. That's Mr. Dietrich. Okay, the person uh, who got littered. That, that was littered upon. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should put it that way. He had called 911 after spotting Mr. Dietrich outside his uh, he- the hedge of his house. You know, he had like a, a privet hedge. Mm-hmm. A beautiful little uh, well-coiffed bush, if you will. And um, none of this so far is raising to the level of crazy stupidity, it's sad. No. But it's what Mr. Dietrich littered mm. that earned him crazy stupidity. Oh, status. was it glitter? That is hard to get out of everything. Mm. Was it a glitter litter? No, it was not mm. glitter litter. Okay. Was it kitty litter? Ooh, litter litter. Closer. Not kitty litter. Oh, the almond roca's inside the kitty litter. But not. Not from the kitty. Kitties. <gasps> From it was from his, 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 yeah. Self. So he was cited for <laughs> littering, and by littering I mean squatting down in front of a privet hedge, and uh, well, <laughs> on the property, not once, not twice, multiple times, three times. Oh, the poopy. <laughs> Wait a minute! In one go? No. Oh, okay, because that no. was impressive. 
That's a fiber-filled experience. No. No, just like day by day? Uh, uh, yeah, they had found these like mystery uh, packages. Piles? <laughs> mystery pile. <laughs> mystery pile. Uh, and they corn. So, Stop. What did you say? You oh, know what God. she Holly, said. You know what she said. Holly. I'm so glad Holly is with us because Holly has taken the heat off me oh, for yeah. being the duty-forward oh, yeah. individual on the show. Yes. Um, but she does it with such a plum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, so apparently now the story's not over because he was arrested for going schmoopy <laughs> in this gentleman's bush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm never mature enough for these conversations. But the 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 uh, incident was for a reason. Apparently, he had a political beef with his I neighbor. It's a political. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Apparently, um, they were on opposite sides of the political spectrum, <laughs> and that's what that's when he gave you know, like they asked him, "Why did you go to the bathroom on your neighbor's front lawn?" Uh, it was because. Um, of who he voted for. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Can I just say, just as a general rule, mm-hmm. <sighs> think it through. If you can't Don't push it. support <laughs> your political candidate without Pooing. schmooping yeah. on your neighbor's bush, mm-hmm. I think there's something wrong with that. Yeah. Like maybe just. I think you need something more, you know, solid. To I agree. I agree. <laughs> I just, I, I just think you need choices. You need yeah. to think about your choices. So, what's going to happen to this guy? Uh, well, he had his privileges taken away. His pooping privileges? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, he was arrested, and then um, he has to perform thirty hours of community service was sentenced to 20 days in jail and will have to pay fines and court costs totaling $232 for going doo-doo. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be behind bars. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what are you in for? Yeah, I pooped on my neighbor's lawn. <laughs> I mean, that's so weird. Oh, my word. And, uh, yeah, just all for his, you know, go team. Mm-hmm. Oh, he went. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Way to argue your position there. Uh, all right. Oh, this story. Okay, we're going to Chicago. We're going to Chicago, and we're going to talk about uh, <clears throat> a woman named Jenny Peak. Jenny Peak had made a bet with her stepfather. Don't read any further, please. Just look okay. at the picture and stay right I'm where you really are. I'm concerned. I see your reaction, and I want you to sit right there. Okay. Uh, Jenny Peak had bet $12 to her her uh, stepfather that she could not beat her stepfather was like, you can't beat that person up. And she's like, I can beat that person up. And her stepfather was like, no, you can't. And she was like, yeah, I can. And he was like, I'll give you $12 if you do to beat someone, to up? beat someone up. Oh my God. And she took the bet. Okay. And then the police were called. <clears throat> and all of this is like, okay, so she got bet that she couldn't beat somebody up and then she beat somebody up, but it's who she beat up. That is what makes her the crazy, stupid idiot. Can you imagine who she beat up that makes her the crazy, stupid idiot? 
Um, did you see the headline? Yeah, I mean, I did, but I'm going to play along. So <laughs> was it her cousin? No, it was not her cousin. Was it her stepmom? No, it was herself. She took what? a $12 bet from her stepfather that she couldn't beat herself up. Uh, when the police arrived and tried to calm her, uh, she had been punching herself in the stomach and breasts, yelling, take that, to herself. She also was ramming her head into a wall and hitting herself on the face with a crowbar. Uh, an arresting officer said, quote, she was determined to beat herself up, and she did. It oh was one God. of the worst beatings I've ever seen in my 20 years on the force. $12 she got from her stepfather to beat herself is up. So, is she like all, I mean, I feel like I'm cons- somebody needs to like pay Check attention her. to her. Because she, she says, quote, I knew I could beat myself up even though I'm pretty tough. I wanted to really show him that I wasn't afraid of myself, she said. Oh, is he being arrested for like? You know what? This is a good question. She was arrested for self harm and destruction of private property. She um, was arrested. Yes, and also she is expected to have to pay four thousand dollars in medical expenses. Oh my god, she's thirty three. I thought she was like a teenager. No, she's old enough to know better. Isn't that terrible? This is so weird. I know. I've never read a story like this no. in my life. Her stepfather pressed charges. He pressed charges against, against her. her. Okay. For no. Betting. He bet her. Ugh. Oh my God. Yeah. That story is trash. That's a sad story. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, another sad story. The throwback live. Live. We're going to play that game after this on My Talk 1071.